0: Not Recording Podcast, episode 198. Tonight's guest, repeat guest, Mark Roberts. Welcome, Mark. Oh, man. Welcome, fellas. Repeat (laughs) guest. That feels nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good to have you back. I I was thinking today you were here with uh, James last time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. James Stapleton. Shout out to that dude.
0: Uh, Man, when was that? That, You
1: know what? I wanted to go back and look, but I'm terrible at research. I feel like it it was early on. It was maybe uh, spring or summertime. In, it was probably summertime in twenty-one. Okay. So,
2: if any of us had a phone uh, handy, we could look it up. But we're all phoneless. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think yeah. It, it's been
2: it was. Some,
1: bit. It was sometime in twenty-one, Man. And I really only remember that because uh, we, I think, after the taping that night. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm working on this thing. I got this idea, but we weren't like talking about it yet. But it was just like really early in the i the, in the ideation phase of like what is now the Monarch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I think I hinted to it maybe that night or something weird. You hadn't you hadn't gotten the keys to the building yet. When okay. when you talked to us
2: about it, it was a it was a possibility still. I don't even think that it
1: was. Yeah, so, it was just a possibility. Yeah, it was a possibility uh, for yeah until it until came. it was a reality. Yeah, yeah. holy crap, what a reality! Holy crap, man! So how long have the doors been open? It's been two years. Oh, uh, no! Officially, it'll be uh, April. Will be. Um, I raised the uh, man. We just jumped right in here, fellas. <laughs> well, no, we we, we, we <laughs> I, I've got so Me, much. Uh, man, let's cheers, cheers! Yeah, let's let's yeah, cheers, cheers man. number man. one. Hold on, a- and let's take a quick step Thank back.
2: Because I got to say this, man. I, we talked about it last night, and Earl uh, attested to it. I, I, the monarch, is brought up more than any other thing we talk about on this podcast. Oh, it man. is! It is a definite. Um, it, it's it, it gets brought up nearly every yeah, episode. I mean, I've of been monarch.
3: on here like maybe like sixteen episodes, and we've mentioned it every time. Every? Yeah, are you yes, serious? Every, every episode, yeah. man, single yeah.
2: time. It is. So it's um It is talked about constantly in the room uh it's never not mentioned it's if it's somebody that is local to this place we we talk about their experiences there if it's somebody that's coming through they know about yeah, so it. Yeah, if we haven't they, brought
3: it up, the artist will bring up The Monarch. I mean, even when Sydney came in, she mentioned how she had just played The Monarch. Yeah, and,
1: yeah. Man, that makes me feel so good, fellas. I can't even tell you. It's, that's it, really cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's It's the gospel in this
2: place, man. There's a few oh, things in the gospel, and, and The Monarch is definitely one of them. You're trying
1: to make me cry at the beginning of this podcast right now? my thing the last couple of episodes, trying to make somebody cry. Oh, man. Uh that's really special. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know that, that really means a lot to me. I've, we've You know, I've put a lot of love into uh, into to try to foster that exact sentiment among other folks. So I'm glad to hear that it's you know considered fondly. And, wow. and, oh, it
3: is by everybody. Man. Yeah, like, that's like, what really you, great. I've never met one person that has heard of the Monarch, whether they've been inside of it or not. That has heard of it has not thought it was the coolest shit they've ever heard of. Oh so, man, like yeah. nobody. You, never have I heard a bad word from your place ever. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's dope. That's really dope. I um. Yeah, it it uh it means a lot. I've I've heard you guys talk about it several times on uh on episodes that I've listened to. And thank you for the love always, fellas. Uh, easy. It, it, easy. I, I really appreciate easy it so much, man. Love, yeah. You know. Well, I, I've heard it several times, but I just didn't know it was every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: every time. Yeah, it's, it's wild, every time yeah. I've been on here we've I've mentioned it or like I said, if one of us didn't bring it up first, an artist brought up the monarch. And so I mean it, what you do is I talked about how I think this podcast is special, but what you do is you're doing something like, I don't know anywhere else is doing what you do at the Monarch. It probably
0: be interesting too, to hear a lot of times where it comes up. We, we always ask, we've always asked in the past for people to share, like, you know, just for fun, what's a nightmare gig or what's a, what's a gig you remember for just something bad that happened. And then Neil and Earl kind of has slowly trans, you know, transitioned into also the other side of that. What's a great gig. Yeah. And that it's almost always, well, we just played a great gig at the Monarch. Yeah.
1: Man, that's so
3: great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. I just, I just played, I've been telling everybody that show I just played there was, was my favorite show that I've done. That was a blast. And it's, uh, it's up to the top of my list yeah, too, man. You then, were great, bro. Yeah, I mean, I had a great time and I'll go ahead and like say like the Monarch for just me personally has like changed my whole life. Like it really has. Like, I don't mean to be dramatic with it, but I met you all on, from the Monarch, like Neil and like at that songwriters group. And then I ended up being a guest on the podcast. Now I'm part of the podcast, met Luke Powers through the Monarch and yeah. Tyler Hood. And now those are buddies. Of mine, I sing on Luke's fucking album. Like that was a dream of mine to work on someone else's project, and I got to do that because of, of you. And so, man, without the Monarch, I don't know where I would be. But it certainly wouldn't be in this room. So, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, it's exactly what the place is for. Like it's exactly
1: what I've wanted it to be from the very beginning, right? Like it's. Um, I, I always say, you know, we're, we're we're trying to build this space where we can find each other and find ourselves. And, uh, and it starts with just having a space where people feel comfortable and it feels like home and they can come connect with one another, yeah. you know. And uh, it's really hard to, uh, you know, quantify um those chance encounters and those experiences You and can't. Those I say all the time, you know,
3: like people say, like you have to be in the right place at the right time, like really with anything you do, but certainly in music, you do have to kind of go out in the world and, and meet people. And for me, the Monarch is, that's always the right place. And then if you keep showing up there, it will be the right time and you'll meet someone that you should you, meet. So, you know, it's a, it's a,
2: it's a total buy-in from the the community. Now, the, especially the, the music community and the artistic community to, to buy into the vision of what the monarch is and what you laid out from from the first walkthrough with going here's what i'm thinking um you know i was telling brad and we talked about it a little the other day uh on the pod podcast actually you know when when you were first talking about this idea for for me it was i'm like i'm totally idea driven i love the idea but my i was like He's not, he's not selling anything. So, how are the doors going to stay open? That's I don't a good know, question. I under, <laughs> yeah, I like I get the vision, but but wh- you know everybody sells something. This is just to this is so thoughtful in in the reasoning for its existence. It is about exactly what you said. It is about building that community uh, from the really from the ground floor, getting these idealist together in a room and, and, and really paying attention to what's going on and it's created something so special. Um, you know, the buy-in that, that I've seen since that first conversation that we've had, it's just been so awesome to see because we've had so many people come through this who just totally, totally believe in it. That doesn't translate to dollars all the time. So how like are there ways I, I don't know when to like necessarily start the fundraising already, but you know, I mean, how can people get involved that that know about this that have been to shows that but really want to show financial support and buy in and be a part of keeping the lights on and keeping these amazing I mean, dude, this this year you've already got lined up for twenty twenty four is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, really excited it's, for it, yeah. It's mind-blowing. So it's not necessarily, it's, it's just like there's so many crazy things going on. I know that people are going to want to be involved in it in ways that are just more than showing
1: up and, and you know. Well, it's, uh, I'm glad you asked because we need that, right? Um, and it's really easy. Just be a member, right? Um, being a member of our space, That's um, that's the way that we want to keep the doors open. And I don't want to sell anything. And so, well, the thought was like, okay, how can we make it work? Well, we're trying to build a community. Let's create a space that can be supported by the folks that want to see something like this exist in our city. Right? And that that's where the membership concept came from. And it really came from necessity, you know, because we've got to figure out a way to uh, to pay the bills. You know, yeah. it's expensive. Um but we're not there yet you know we're not sustainable yet um and we like that's the the real thing my appeal to folks that that are here would be to hey man or that are listening would be be a member you know that's the best way to support the space and as a member you get access to that place seven days a week from 8 a.m to 1 a.m you come and go as you please you know this isn't um man i've been working really really hard to to uh to build this thing and uh to create this space but this isn't my thing you know this is our thing you know and i've said that from yeah. day one to everybody that would listen man this is not a me project this is a we project and um and uh I, i'm i'm really i can't tell you how much it means to me to hear uh what you guys have just said and thank you for the love and and the support um not just on the show but personally as well it really means a lot to me to hear those things because i'll be honest, like. I don't um you know how it is man you know you get in the weeds and get it's hard to, in it. yeah man it's hard to see the forest you know from the trees sometimes and and uh, I needed that reminder. It gave me a little, gave me some juice just now, man. I really appreciate it. You know? Yeah,
3: well, what you do, it really is special. I think what you just touched on is why it's special. It's not a you project. It always like it is a space for anyone who wants to be part of that space, and I, I, that's why I like the podcast here too because it is. I feel like anytime you're doing a project, whether it's a podcast or you're trying to start a event, you can be a very it can end up being a selfish thing where you want to do what you want to do, but I feel like on here, I like that you all are very selfless and you do these things. And Mark, obviously, you're that way too. And it's, I mean, it really is. There's a reason we talk about you every episode because yeah, what man, you do is so the cool. shit, man. It is Dude, so cool.
1: Thank you, guys. The
2: Monarch is one of one. It there, is. There yeah. is nothing else that's like it, and and it is. It, I mean, I'm. I'm. It's imperative that it goes nowhere, you know, because it, it is. You can't experience anything like that running to somewhere else to see anybody else at any other time. You go there, it is an experience that is going to be mesmerizing, memorable. It it raises uh, the hair on on your arms, you know? I mean, it's... It's a true
0: listening room.
2: It's exactly what it is. It is a... a, Like, there's there's places, the Ryman. You go to the Ryman and watch something that's crazy. You get a feeling. um, And there's... There's not a lot of places where you can walk in and grab a feeling, and The Monarch is that.
3: And it's that way, as whether you're playing a show, like as an artist, it feels that way. Like to have people sit there listen is something that, I mean, you know, you never do. You never get to play for people that are actually listening, and so it's great as an artist, but as someone who comes to shows it's my favorite place to come watch a show too and i've seen man, some magical shows in there i we talked about on the podcast yesterday live music in general is magic just to see music at all is always to me like something very cool but when you get that and put it in the right place like it's something even better and the monarch mm-hmm. is the is the best place around man like what you've done is is like i said it, it certainly means a lot to me like it's it really has opened up my whole music career like I was just thinking the other day it had been exactly a year since I popped into yep. that open mic and, yep. and it, I'm so glad that I did
1: yeah bro so, you're just getting started man
3: yeah well thank you for helping me get started oh, I dude. appreciate
1: it man I, I've I'm you know I'm trying to give a space where uh, people can come listen to you because you deserve it. You know? Thank
3: you. And I've gotten to do some cool stuff there. I've written. To, I've never... I never had really co-written songs. I've written two songs now in there with some people. Like, it's just a great space whether you're watching a show or just want to come hang out or write or whatever. Like, it really... I I, I don't know any person that I've... Uh, even yesterday on the podcast we talked about, like, I've run into people out and about that I've met... Uh, Doing shows, I'm like, when you come to Louisville, like, here's the place you gotta If there's mm-hmm. a place you gotta go, it's the monarch. It's like, the that is spot. the place to play. like yep. when I brought Cody Lee Meese yep. to the show, I was like, man. man like, what a killer, by the way. Dude, yeah, killer. We had done a couple Oof. things together. The first show I did with Cody was at the Whirling Tiger, and we played for like 25 people. And I was like, if you come back, man, like, I promise I'll send it, we'll go somewhere cool, and it will be a place that you will love. And He's he had a great time. Yeah, we gotta get, get Cody Lee in there. Yeah, we'll get him in here. I'll bug him. You have contact, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Mark, for for uh, listeners that haven't been to the Monarch, you know, before we really get into the concept and and what membership brings you and that sort of thing, why don't you just kind of describe the physical space,
1: uh, what you have there? It's weird, man. It's um, it, it's uh, I like that you say, Neil, that it's one of one. Uh, it definitely is that. I've never it seen is. anything quite like it before. You mm-hmm. know, um, we've uh, we've we've worked real hard to make a space. Uh, try to make space. It feels like home. And I think it does because we've put so much love into it. I think you can feel it, you know? And, um, you know, it's a lot of different things. Uh, it can kind of be what you want it to be. And that's the beauty of it. Um, one of the things that we have is, uh, the only listening room in town and it's a beautiful little listening room. And, um, you know, uh, you talk about like having nights where magic experiences can happen. We, you know, we had one there last night, for example, there was, uh, Joe, p was his name or joe p is his name um and he's a uh, an atlantic uh, atlantic records recording artist and uh I'm going to, I'm going to share something he shared because he shared it on stage last night, but it made me feel great. He would just, you know, after his first or second song, you know, like the first applause is my favorite thing that always happens at the Monarch for artists because they're always so caught off guard during, like they come in and they don't expect, you know, it's pin, you can hear a pin drop. It's so pin quiet and they're quiet. caught off guard, you know, and they're like, oh shit, like, oh, it's this is, it's, nerves. yeah. <laughs> but then man, after they get through their first song and then that place erupts with the applause you can just see their face light up and then and they relax and they know that it's all love and everybody's there to listen and he had that experience last night and you know a couple songs into it he was like you know i think this is maybe the coolest place i've ever played ever and uh it wasn't just you know it wasn't just he, he meant it you know we uh he shared a couple of cool things but um we've worked hard to make it feel that way and um I think one of the things, uh, you know, you said something a second ago, Earl, um, there are lots of places, you know, it, what I'm trying to say, it's more than just sound, right? It's a feeling.
3: It's a feeling, yeah. And I mean, There's places with good sound around town, but it's it's everything that the Monarch encompasses when you go in there. I mean, I've been to shows in there where the place was just like balls to the wall people, and had an amazing experience. I've been to shows in there with 25 people, and it was the best 25 people you could ever ask for for a a crowd. Like, it's just, it's always magic. I've never been to a bad show.
1: There's something about, man, just 15 people in that room. And that's the other thing is, you know, we've got a small room. And 15 people, when all those tables are full down there, or there's people at every table and at the, you know, and sitting behind the bar, in front of the bar, you know, it feels full. And magic happens in a small room, right? It's just, but... To answer your to answer your uh, question, Brad, it's um, you know, um, what I like to think it's kind of like going to your buddy's house and seeing one of your favorite artists perform. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it feels like, you know. It's like a living room show on steroids. You know, you uh, you used
2: to do that. You used yep. to have the the on in Long Run, right? Live at Long
1: Run, Live at Long yeah, Run.
2: yeah, the living room shows. And, and there's so much like, I've taken from that. I was going to say, it's what it feels For, like. That's it, it, yeah. It, it totally feels like you brought the living room to a spot, um, and and people still respect it like it is your house. Yeah, you know,
1: it's it's wild. It is wild, man. It's wild. It
2: it really is. So the thing I was thinking about with 15 people, man, you know, with 15 people that want to be where they're at, right there in that spot, it feels like a million. It could be. A, it, yeah. it feels like you you have. The attention of the world when you have that—that's why I think you got the feeling. Because the people that are in that room, they want to be there. There's really no other place they'd rather be.
1: Yeah, that's cool. You know? Yeah, you know the 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 living room show thing. Um, obviously, that was such a you know such a big part of um, kind of this journey to the monarch. Where you know my experiences from hosting a living room series, right? Like that style. And I fell in love with it, man, Um, you know, because I saw uh, the interaction between artists and listeners and artist to artist and listener to listener at those things, and it's very familial, right? And I saw the communities that come from those experiences where, you know, you're able to share music and you're able to share stories and you're able to be vulnerable, you know, in someone's home where you, you know, it's like you get a bunch of people that are willing to go to somebody's house and hang out and listen to someone play music. Like they're typically pretty good folks. You
0: yeah. Know?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then communities come from those things. And that's what I really, really quickly fell in love with. Like, you know, uh, my girlfriend, Vanessa, uh, I met her, for example, speaking of community, I met her at my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she came, <laughs> she to, came to, you. she came to a show. I met her in what is now our kitchen, you know? Um, she came to a show and it's uh you know it's just a form it, it's a it's a type of connection that's really difficult to cultivate at a bar mm-hmm. or a loud music venue where you're not really interacting with people you don't know but you know when you're invited to the dinner table everybody's family mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yep. and that's one of the things that i that's one of the things that i do um that i think is probably really important and uh You've probably seen me do it a gazillion times there. If somebody walks in, uh, howdy, friends, you know, every time. Every time I see somebody walk in the door, howdy, friend, you know, welcome. And I'll say, hey, uh, if you've never been in before, this is a communal space. You know, upstairs is off limits tonight, but here's this restroom. Here's that restroom. You know, there's refreshments in the kitchen. We don't serve anything more than water. If you're looking for something else, you can go 100 paces to your left to the liquor store. Uh, you know, we got a beautiful private back. And so, and I do that with everybody and then it just kind of helps, I think, probably set the tone a little bit. Yeah. You know?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you, you are the monarch. I mean, you have, you, you mean you have, you really have just created something that is one of one. I don't know how and you describe it. It's just, it's a weird thing, man. It's a cool, I mean, as you should be really proud of what you, Thank you. you've you done. And I hope that you can, because I know how busy you stay. I hope that every now and then you can take a step back and go, holy shit, I've fucking done something. Really special for not just one or two people, but for countless, countless folks. I do need to get better at that. Part. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah. you can find some time to do that. Yeah, you, you deserve it.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. I uh, you guys are giving me lots of compliments right now. So, what is uh
2: if you can kind of do that right now? I mean, I, since you don't get time to do it in real life, and we're kind of at, uh, in a suspended reality right now on the podcast. <laughs> What does it look like to you? I mean, you take a couple steps back from the first time you and James were on. I think, as much as anything, when when you guys came on, we had just come from a barn show. Mm-hmm. Met you, I, uh, I think we met
1: you at that show. We did, or I, prior to with Dusty. I was first introduced to to Top Hill through Dusty. Dusty Dusty okay. had done the show, and yeah. then I think Dusty invited you guys out, out to, to uh, out to the barn. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then we then we ended up you know doing the podcast, and it was just. Uh, so from that point to the vision, to, to if you can take a couple of big steps back and just look at where you're at and not thinking about tomorrow, not thinking about what is to come and all the things you got to do and the boards that you got to uh, tighten on the on this fence and all the other crap that you have to take care of and the phone calls and the emails. Put it all on pause.
1: A couple of steps back, what, is, what does it look like do, Well, um, it is, uh, it's been beautiful, you know, um, I'm, uh, I'm lucky and, uh, we're lucky that we have got to share the experiences, I think with each other that we've been able to in that space, you know, um, I, um, selfishly, um, have created a space that allows me to do my favorite thing, right? Which is, um, listen and learn and connect people and, um, you know, provide a space where we can grow, you know? And, um, I'm, uh, I'm really, really lucky. Uh, you know, yeah. So stepping back, I mean, I've, uh, Developed a lot of new friendships In the last Year and a half You know I've met a lot of new folks That I would not have known Maybe And um I guess really At the end of the day You know uh, The opportunity to find uh, The opportunity to make friends Is you know It's not much more important Than friendship right? Relationships is where it's at Relationships are where it's at man You know Um so, uh, I'm really lucky. I'm grateful, you know, and, and, I'm um, I'm really grateful to hear, uh, what you guys shared about the reception, because that's a thing that I, I, I don't necessarily know, you know, I think, but I can't guarantee. And, and I also know there's been a lot of misconception, you know, there, there are a lot of people that, um, I don't think from anybody that Actually knows me (laughs) like I think when people know me they know what i'm about and they know what the space is about and they know You know, we're working hard trying to figure it out and make it work, you know And I don't i've been very upfront. Hey, I don't i've never seen anything like this before i'm making all this shit up as I go, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and uh but um you know, I know there are misconceptions about The intent or the space or the thing because that's just a natural thing, you know, and i've heard them from people and um I would love, you know. I I hope people ask me those questions, you know what I'm saying, because I'd like to be able to help them find the answers or, you know, help them find the truth. That's what I'm trying to say. But um yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh it has been a really beautiful thing, and there have been more moments there <laughs> since we opened those doors technically last April that uh, that I ever would have expected, you know? And I think I've probably hosted, um, I was looking up some stuff today actually, doing some stats for, you know, we're approaching kind of the end of the year, and um, we will have done uh, about 100, I think uh, 119, 120 events this year.
3: Nice, <laughs> That's nice, amazing. Yeah. That's wild. And,
1: That's amazing. You know, and then um, I don't remember the number off the top of my head of what we did, in 22, you know, but uh, 40 at least, you know. So we've done, you know. So here's here's how it went. I raised the first dollar for that place, uh, for this organization, uh, April of 22. So, um, actually, shit. Let me just tell you the whole story. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Um, so i am um you know i'm a music lover i'm not a musician i don't consider myself a musician um you know i know enough to be dangerous about a couple things uh, i like to bang on drums my buddies uh, and i like to write a little bit um but uh i worked at a recording studio over 20 years ago that's what i always wanted to do and then you know life had other plans um I started a small business here in Louisville that uh, I worked my ass off on that for a long, long time, 14 years. And uh, we did a lot. City Scoot? Yeah, City Scoot, man. Um... That was another weird one. That was another one of one. One of one. Absolutely. It was another Dealing weird one. with a one. bunch of drunks. God bless you. <laughs> Every night, herding cats, man. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know, we drove, uh, so City Scoot was the first of its kind in the country, man. It was the first ever fully insured designated driver service. We drove you home in your car, and we drove about 140,000 people home here in Louisville. Oh, God. That's crazy. We saved a lot of lives, man. Saved a lot of life. Not so, only
2: theirs, but other people. Yeah. Probably yeah,
1: other people's w- more than theirs, really. Yeah. That's the way it works. yeah it was uh i don't know what in the hell i was thinking <laughs> you know what i'm saying it was um it was it was something um but uh i started that in 2004 at that time i was working at a studio that's still around they're called uh um headfirst media um they were in a different location back then but um you know that's what i always wanted to do and then i started that thing and then that became me for the next 14 years and uh when that ended I was particularly lost and scared, and I didn't know what I was going to do next. And um, I uh, that had you know that had kind of that had been my identity. And um, luckily, music uh, came back into my life at a time it was really important for me, you know. And luckily, you know, my friendships and my relationships, you know, Luke and Dusty were living with me at that time. Uh, we jokingly called it the Robert's Home for Wayward Musicians.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful to them because they have been such a, a tremendous inspiration for this whole journey um, that I've been on and I've been able to help so many other people through, but, you know, they helped me through, you know, because they gave me kind of the opportunity to um, really... Watch and learn up close, right? And listen and better understand uh, what it means to be an artist and the journey of an artist and how important those journeys are not just for artists, you know, but for everyone around them, like me too, you know, because, um, you know, you create, we listen and we learn, Couple right? Studs, too, you got living with you, man. That they're badasses, love, man. They're yeah, they're out, badasses. It. So, uh, Luke and Dusty, uh shout out to shout Luke out Powers out. and Dusty Bo. See Dusty in a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um those guys, you know, we were living together and uh they were very patient and very um inviting for me to participate in a world that they had a lot more experience in than I did at the time, you know. And um, through that, we started making some noise in the house, you know, and uh, started writing songs and doing this and that. And then it just felt really good. It felt like home because it was home, you know. And then we started inviting people over to hang and we would jam and these things would happen and then just had such a great vibe to it. We were just like, dude, we should just uh, make this a thing and invite people over and just do shows here in the living room. So, what about the jam sessions gave you gave you the thought to go,
2: dude? This is this is pretty badass. And it seems. Did you ever play alive at Long Run? Did I ever put? Pl- did you personally? ever play alive at Long Run? No. See, I mean, your thought immediately about about hey, this would be cool was uh,
0: immediately about other people in your house.
2: You know, so, what I mean, so like,
0: but while, while you while you guys were doing this, while you had. Luke and Dusty living with you, and you guys were just jamming in the house and things. Were you, I remember you telling us you were a member of some type of makerspace in another city yep. or something? Here, yeah, uh, yeah. Here, okay. Were, yeah. were you a member at that time of this place? Oh, yeah. I'd been okay. a member that I'd
1: been a member at that place for uh, probably back to like maybe 2014 or so, 2013, 2014. And so, that's where I'd seen a membership model work before right so like that place is called level one they do some really cool stuff man they were the first like uh, hacker space here in Louisville and now there's like GE first build and there's uh, a spot over in Jeffersonville too but man um level one it's a makerspace hackerspace it's a bunch of nerds we like to tinker and build shit mm-hmm. you know and um It's like a full, you know, full wood shop and full metal shop and, you know, computer lab and laser CNC machines and 3D printers and, you know, just all this fun stuff to play with. Right. And to build and create. And as a member, I had access to that. So that's where I was like, well, let's do a space like this for musicians. maker space for musicians. And a space like this for artists. Right, So that is, um, that's kind of where like the revenue model, you know, we were talking earlier about, and I'll come back to the long run, I promise. Right, yeah, but, yeah, 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 um, for sure. We were talking earlier about, you know, how to make it sustainable. Like I knew from the beginning we didn't want to sell anything. At first we thought we had to, and I really kept dragging my feet on the idea for a long time on on just launching it, and you know, and and moving forward because I didn't want to sell anything. I didn't, definitely don't want to be a bar, you know. Not that I have anything against them. I'm having drinks now. I love it, but we've got a lot of those in our town. You know what I'm saying? We need something new. We need something different. Yeah, that so, change totally changes the dynamic in the environment. That's totally it.
2: changes yeah. everything about the experience. It would not you. I promise. I promise you. If you it, it was a bar, and you sold alcohol. Which tends to—that's what it would be.
1: It would be a bar.
2: You would—you wouldn't have people come in this room talking about the monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not how they do. Yeah. It's—it's a religious experience for most musicians or people that have ever been in that room, and it would not be that.
0: You just think about the the little—the little logistical things that go with that. You know, people if they—if they want something at the monarch, they bring it in, and they're at their table to listen all night. Nobody's buying and purchasing and waiting tables and moving around and. Yeah. yeah, it's it's there's none of that. Well, and that's and that's part of, you know, part of it was like every
1: music venue that you know of is based on an economy of alcohol. And I'm not hating on that because that's been the model and that's how they've kept their doors open and that's how, you know, music has been shared. But I think we should try something new, right? Yeah, right.
2: Totally. what that leads to is people wanting to hear what they know. And, you, you know, cover bands, a lot of the people that have come through have been in the, you know, play the four-hour nights, the cover bands, and cut their teeth doing that stuff and finding their sound and finding their groove. That's why I think once they find a spot like Monarch and have made that transition, it's so magical because you understand, these people understand the, mu- the difference. These yeah. musicians have, have been on both sides of it. And some, a lot, still,
0: you know, think about... And the um, listeners. I mean, that's a two-way street. Two-way you know, the street. The listeners know where they can go and, yeah. and get that yeah.
2: experience, but too. I think of, you know, Drew Crawley that plays a ton. Yep. Uh, ben that plays a ton of covers uh, gigs. And uh, Justin Miller, you know, they play a bunch of stuff. That it's it's They know the nights that they're going to play something special, and they know the nights that they're out to make the dollar and do the thing yeah. and play the stuff that people want to hear. And there's nothing wrong with that. But those are, you know, not memorable. The memorable nights are the ones where, I mean, especially not selling anything. Not, I do want to ask merch. Do you ever? play? I would buy a a monarch shirt. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I would buy three
1: monarch shirts of different kinds. Listen, three different kinds. I am a dummy, (laughs) and I'm very obviously allergic to making money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Period. Man, merch has been the most requested, hands down, the most requested thing. and I think, like, earlier this year, like, when we wrapped up um, kind of our first official year, like, April to April, or actually, I, I said June to June. Our first official show was June 2nd, I think, uh, 22. Um, but uh, anyway, I was like, we're going to make merch, and we still haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, if you I'm did not,
0: nothing more than put your, uh, your front mural, the mural the on, on the, the, shirt. Uh, the I know. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: you know, man... I would, I would, uh, yeah. To be honest with you, we haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Well, okay. First of all, we're working on something now, and um, we're working on something now that's going to be made available uh, for the end of this year because we're going to be doing like a year in uh, campaign, you know, a, campaign. A, a fundraising, a, a membership campaign and a fundraising campaign. Um and can um, people make one-time donations on that,
2: like a, a Venmo or PayPal donation yeah, when they do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can
1: go to our website and make a donation. There's a, there's a donate button. Uh, all the money that we raise currently, it goes through the Community Foundation of Louisville, uh, and it's all tax-exempt that way, right? So you can make a tax-exempt donation to the Monarch Music and Arts Community through um, communityfoundationoflouisville.org. Uh, that's been our fundraising mechanism until our 501c3 status is approved, which we're still waiting on. That's a, that know.
2: is a process, my man. Yeah, but It'll yeah. eventually have one. Yeah, happened, so, be
1: great. so that, the money that we raise uh, through donations goes to CFL. Then it goes to our fiscal sponsors, which, by the way, a shout out to them, Access Ventures. Um, Access Ventures has been so dope. They are uh, great folks They've been really Really awesome to us And they've been Really helpful Throughout this whole process So they've served As our fiscal sponsors um, Which is kind of How that fundraising World works for us But Anyway uh, Thank you Access Ventures And Shout Community out Foundation Access Ventures As well Yeah And I completely Got sidetracked Just and What were we talking about We were talking about Membership stuff We were talking about Oh the
2: end of the year Funding and, Oh yeah yeah, yeah merch. merch stuff
1: so, we're working on something right now. Um uh Cat is one of our members and she is a volunteer extraordinaire and she's a, a designer uh for her day job and she's helping put together I think she's got a thing she's launching. I think it's Wild Craft Designs, W Y L D Craft Designs. Um and she's putting together uh some posters oh, for us. Sweet And uh, I probably should keep this a secret, but I've already said it now. Too late. (laughs) Um, We're going to do a, we're going to do a, uh, like, a, what am I trying to say? Like a festival style poster of all the performers for each year. That's Uh, sick. uh, Yeah. That
4: is sick.
1: It's going to be cool. I'm really excited about it. So um, that'll be the first thing that we do. And that'll be a thing that we do every year. And we'll do it every year at the end of the year, and it'll be tied into kind of a fundraising campaign, you know, for us. And uh, you know, you'll get the poster as a gift or that sort of thing. But I think it's going to be really, really That'd cool. Be killer.
0: Those but are gonna, those are going to be cool in in your space year after year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a, hung, there's
1: you know? a lot of yeah. There's a lot of cool. Yeah. It's I, I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, I was going like this, and I already found the spot <laughs> right there on that wall, right behind that. Like, well, I think space. I think what I'm going to do, you know, this year. Um I think we're going to do two because we didn't do one for 22. You know, we did our first show uh first show in June of 22 and uh I want to I want to honor those and capture those too. So I think this this uh later this month with everything goes as planned, we're going to uh make those two posters available. So 22 performances, 2023 performances, it'll oh, be dope. Beautiful. Uh but back to the merch thing. Uh this is uh this is uh I'm saying this very intentionally to everybody that's listening because um I don't know what our logo is. Oh it's gotta be the man. It's gotta be like that mural. The yeah,
3: mural absolutely. is the logo.
0: Some form of that butterfly. It, yeah, it's it's so I've
1: wanted the logo to come from the community. I have been using placeholder stuff and um our friend uh lee from glory days made some really cool uh he did our website for us oh okay. cool Least yeah right. yeah and um he did logo stuff for us too which is dope and i've been using kind of placeholder stuff but my plan has always been like my thought always was that this shit will just it'll happen very organically something will it'll come from someone in the community that they say hey what about this and i'll be like that's it. And that's how the mural happened. Like I had, uh, I reached out to Wilfred, um, you know, uh, Wilfred Sig, um, who's an incredible mural artist. I reached out to Wilfred and said, Hey man, you know, I want you to do a mural. And he was like, what do you want? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, what do you got? What are some thoughts? And, and we met, Uh, Several times actually we met before I knew he was right to do it. We had good vibes and and um, And he kept giving me really cool stuff to look at and incredible artwork, but none of it just like You know how sometimes when you know, you know and i'm just waiting for that to hit me and be like, oh, that's it and so He had given me probably five different things that he sketched up for that wall And he was like give me something to go on and I was like, man, I don't know. I was like I want it to speak community And like energy and, you know, and so he came to the very first event that we ever had in that space. I raised the first dollar like the beginning of April and like two weeks later or three weeks later, we had already, I got the commitment for the money um, from one of our charter members. And then when they made that commitment and said, we'll help, then I went and we started buying shit and we got to work. And we've done all that work ourselves, you know, it's all DIY, right? And true essence of the space, that's how it should be. And um, and so within probably two weeks, we were like, let's have music here and see what it feels like. And... Um, all we had really done was the the listening room it was you know painted and we had you know fixed this and that and that building had been vacant for like four or five years for, before we for got a in long there. time yeah and it was a, yeah it was, was a, shit
3: everywhere yeah right it was back, a rough it was packed. shit packed. yeah
1: yeah yeah and all those so, uh, pizza ovens and, yeah there were forklift bro there was a lot there was a lot of stuff going on but um so we decided we need to have music in this room and just see what it feels like right like We'll know where to start. What we got to do next, and uh, and so of course Luke, uh, we hit Luke up, and Luke came down, and uh, he played. And there was probably thirty or forty people there, um, and Wilfred sat back there in one of those green chairs by that fireplace, and as he just listened to Luke play and listened to the people and the convers- you know, all the things, he drew that mural on his iPad. Oh, cool. And at the end of that night, he was like, "Hey Mark, what about this?" And I was like that's it, you know? And so I've really wanted the same thing to happen with a logo and it just hasn't happened yet. And as a result, we haven't made any merch <laughs> and everybody's asking for All merch. Right, so and shirts how about in. this?
2: It doesn't have to be the logo, but, uh, I'm telling you, man, you throw that, that, uh, that mural up with the monarch on top of it. I'm, I'm buying it. That's badass, you know, I think yeah, it's just so the mural cool
0: on a t-shirt. Yeah.
2: Yep. Just a mural, mural name, mural, whatever. um, yeah man I think it's it's one of those things when you see the uh when you see the the paintings of all the stuff in Louisville like the the whatever you see that mural people are going to go oh, that's the monarch you know it's just one of those things that I think that if you know
1: you know you know what's wild about that mural bro there have been <laughs> there have been this is, a, this is a perfect example, and maybe this is part of the magic to it. I don't know, man, but it's definitely part of me being a dummy. <laughs> there, there have been thousands of pictures taken at that mural. And because, you know, I've got a ring cam overhead there and notifications when, you know, in the front. And uh, the amount of photo shoots that happen on that mural, bro, every day... It's unbelievable. Is that right? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, thousands, and I'm talking young, old, everything well, yeah, I mean, in between. It's right, families. Yeah. It's individuals. You wish you doing put the monarch photo. on there somewhere, bro. I don't even have a sign. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't even have a, a, a. There should be something that just says, "Hey, tag us." Like mm-hmm. here's our social. None of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just you know. Anyway. Before I get too sidetracked, I'll go back to the live at Long Run thing. Okay. Finish telling you the story. Um, so uh, we started doing, you know, we started jamming at the house. Uh, it felt great. Um, and uh, I got really lucky, man. The, the living room out of my house. Um, have you guys, you guys have never been out to my place. I no, have not, I missed the last know. one. Oh, man. Um, we'll hang out sometime. We should get together and come out. Um I can jam in your living room, man. Yeah. <laughs> please do, man. Um <laughs> my, uh, my my living room sounds really great and it's uh it feels really good and it's just got a really great vibe to it. I live um this is a, a a longer story, but I live in the house that I grew up in. Um my parents have uh both passed away quite some time ago and um you know, that place is home for me. Um I moved back out there uh two thousand nine and um and so anyway um you know it's home but my uh, my my parents built that house my dad built it like literally with his hands mm. and um and much like the same kind of attitude that i've put towards the monarch like you can feel the love man mm. you know mm. and um it's just got that sort of energy And so that became apparent when we started making noise out there, which was just a thing that I had never done in my life. Like when I was a kid, you know, when I was in high school, I played guitar and we, you know, me and the buddies had a band and we would jam down in the basement, but we had never like played in the house and, you know. So that's what started the thought of, dude, we should share this with people. Like this feels really good, you know, and these nights are great. And, um, you know, I, uh, in the position where you know i don't have children right family all these things i was like let's just let's have people to the house and let's share these nights and so then we started doing that and then it became undeniable how great those experiences feel to artists and listeners and then i started to see like the communities that come from those experiences and people are meeting each other for the first time and it was always potluck and BYOB and donation-based and all the same things we do at Monarch for a reason. That's how I met James Stapleton also. okay, You know, he came to a show at my house, man, and he was like... Hey, this is great. Love what you're doing. He was like, I built a little place for music too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, a little place. He was like, you should come check it out sometime. Maybe we can do something together. And I obviously was just absolutely blown away by uh, the barn mm-hmm. that he's built. Well, I mean, wow. But, um, you know, uh, and those are two, that's perfect example. Those are two, I've just mentioned, Vanessa and James, two hugely important relationships in my life that came from fellowship in music. Right? Right. And, um, you know, so um, I was also doing nonprofit work at the time. And uh, I was working for an organization called Green Hill Therapy that operates a uh, a 10-acre horse farm and and a a medical clinic for children with special needs. And um, I told you earlier, I'm allergic to making money, apparently. (laughs) Uh, But um, so I had just enough entrepreneurial experience to be dangerous and just enough non-profit experience to be dangerous and just enough musical experience as well and um then Dusty and James uh I'm sorry Dusty and Luke and I one night started watching this documentary that I went back months and months later and Dusty was like did you ever finish watching that and I was like no and he was like bro you should I think you're really 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 gonna love it and it had a really profound impact and it was that you've probably heard me tell the story Earl it was Uh, echoes in the canyon and it's a jacob dylan film about laurel canyon california in the late 60s and it really blew me away and i listened to all these incredible artists tell these stories and all these interviews and it was you know it was about all the art it was about that scene at that time you know that period of time and all the artists and all the music that came from that place and it was the same place In the same time it was really overwhelming and you know it's like the beach boys and the birds and the mamas and the papas and Joni Mitchell and, uh, you know, Neil Young and Crosby and Fleetwood Mac and Linda Ronstadt and Tom Petty and the Eagles and just on and on and on. And so I hear all this and um, what resonated with me actually kept me up all night. Um, What resonated with me was was like that happened because they were a community, Mm -hmm. right? Like they all hung out at the Troubadour, you know, and they all cut their teeth there, and they started working together, and they started playing together, and they all lived together in a handful of houses on that hillside, and um, they supported one another, and as a result, you know, um, it birthed some uh, some really really important and successful and influential and you know it, magic right, and so that then <laughs> that night turned into a lottery dream for me actually. Um, but that became uh, the inspiration for the Monarch to try to create a space here in Louisville where we can bring artists together. This place feels like home, where um, music and the community are the priorities, and that's the mission. So that we can foster a stronger sense of community, right? And so that's that's what it came from. Um, lots of different inspirations, you know, along the way, and. Um, admiration for my part because, you know, I'm not a musician, but I love it. And I know how important it is in my life. Right. And it's what I've always wanted to do, you know, um, but I never did it, but I'm able to help other people do it. Oh yeah, man. You know, you, you're, you're, you provide a, a very,
2: very important place. Very, very important place for, for musicians, man. Obviously, obviously just from being in this room, the past, you know year two yeah, I mean years. it's the
3: most important place it's, in the city it it's really is the
2: most important it like I said it is one of one so the fact that where the idea you know sparked from to get to the point of where in in reality it is what it is is just I don't think you know I mean we can't say as a as a community thank you enough so it is important for you I think on our end to say take a second to realize what you've done because you've done something that's massively important to the people that you're talking about right now. It's those people that roll through the Luke powers, the dusty bows, the people that put in the work that, um, you know, like I said, this next year is going to be crazy, but it's because you, you deserve for a crazy year to happen. These people that are getting ready to come through, have no idea what they're getting ready to experience. That's the magic that I, that I see. You're getting ready to have, People come through that 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 play gigantic venues that play big shows you had jason isabel you've had I guarantee you they talked about the monarch.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when I, I got the chance to open for Riley Downing, who I'm a, a fan of, and then I got to open for him, which was really cool, and we talked a bunch upstairs, and he was like, this is a fucking dope spot. And I was like, I'm sure you play all kinds of places. He's like, I don't always play places like this, though.
1: He and was, was yeah. He was really cool. And that's the thing that's been really important to me from the beginning, too. You know, like, basically, every show we do, uh, well, at least probably 98% of the shows we do, it always features a touring artist and a local artist Mm -hmm. because we want to give artists in our community you know those opportunities to connect because it's really like we said earlier man it's impossible to know those chance encounters and you know what they can lead to and man we've been really really lucky there have been some there's been some really cool shit that's happened for uh a handful of folks that i know like as a result of hanging at or playing a show at or, you know, being part of the community. It's um it's really kind of been a testament to it. And that's been really, really great, you know? Um and I realize now just how long I told the story a second ago, guys. What's the single <laughs> longest time that a guest has talked nonstop? <laughs> yeah
2: it's no, always me. Dude, Don't worry. I it's think, always me I think, that talks too much. I,
1: I, I think I just did it. But um <laughs> if I can we're
2: still under an hour total even with the bathroom breaks and the shit talking. You're we're good.
1: We're if 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 uh, if I can, I just want to say though, like, um, that's you know, like those experiences. That you know, um, that's what the monarch comes from, you know, and it's very, uh, it's very real, it's very true, it's very organic, and it's very confusing for a lot of people <laughs> because. Um, Most folks don't operate, you know, that way, right? And um, a lot of people have wondered, like, there's got to be, you know, how, what's the economy of this? And there's not, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I want this to be supported and sustained by people that believe what we're doing is important, you know? And if we can achieve that, I know that beautiful things will happen as a result. And I know that we have a rare opportunity and we have so many incredible artists in this city Mm. right and um, they don't know each other too often you know you've got this group over there and this group over here and this group over here and um, it's just a couple of introductions away from who knows what yeah yeah, you know and that's and that's what it's about like when I talk about trying to provide a space for folks can connect and foster community that's it you
3: know And you do that i mean i've met all kinds of people there i mentioned tyler hood is someone i was a f- like a fan of that i like to listen to and now we're buddies and that's something what because about of that you. Dude? yeah i know
1: yeah that dude is one of the best songwriters i've ever he's heard. one of
3: the best song like it, most people around consider him the best songwriter in the whole region and he is and he's a great dude I give and him and yeah yeah and i've it's cool to just be his his friend like we've we hung out we've shared a hotel room like we're buddies we text on occasion like it's just it's really neat to get to like Because of the place you've created to meet artists that you respect and admire, and then become friends with them is something I don't. You don't get to do other places.
1: That dude is one of the most rarely talented singer songwriters. Yeah, and he's one of
3: the most interesting dudes around. I was gonna say (laughs)
2: artists are pretty. A lot of a lot of uh, artists are very very introverted. So when you do get in a space like that, it gives you a little bit of a a comfort, a little bit of a, a safety blanket. To be able to talk to other people because everybody knows why they're there. They're there to listen to music, talk about music, write songs, do other things. So there is a big comfort where you can kind of let down your guard a little bit and uh, say hello. Because you know I'm, I'm I'm like that. If you've been around me long enough to, to know I, if I saw Tyler right now, I wouldn't think he'd know me. So I wouldn't even probably approach him and say hello. Just because I'd go, man, he ain't going to remember who I am. He's done all these shows, this and that. But, you know, he's been on the podcast. <laughs> it's just, that's how I think a lot of people and a lot of musicians are like that. So to have that spot where you can go and, and, and feel at one and, and at you peace. feel welcome
3: there I mean totally I don't welcome. like ever since that even after that first time a year ago when I went into that open mic every time like I met a couple people that day and there's still those same people say hello to me when I come in there and it's yeah. really cool to come in and people know who you are and want to hang out and mm-hmm. say hi and ask what you're up to and it really is like a little yeah. family who, well it's man cool. I'd be
1: remiss to to not point out you made quite an impression that day too bro
3: yeah, well, I kept yeah, I was I kept bugging you to Earl get a Bowman's key. Bowman's dope. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: and you know, you know one thing that being an outsider and being young, very young, um, that the things that are happening right now, not only between this podcast, the Monarch, but also Louisville, Kentucky as a whole, and Kentucky as a whole. You know, everybody talks about Nashville. Everybody, you know, talks about how musicians should go there. But something that I realized the other day uh, while talking with Dusty uh, and Scott T. Smith, Earl, and and these two guys here, is that slowly but surely. Louisville, Kentucky is starting to build that old school Nashville community that people are trying to seek out and they're Because the singer songwriters they're hungry and they're looking for that new place to where it's like we can It is this place is nothing but community of musicians of songwriters of people who want to do the same things and achieve the same goals but i want to thank not only the top hill recording podcast but also the monarch and earl and everyone in the community because like you said earlier mark if it it takes all of us yeah it's not just one group it's not just this little bitty group of 10 15 people it takes the whole city and the whole community to come together and we're slowly but surely starting to come together and build i want to say I almost want to say and kind of predict the future a little bit. I feel like this spot is going to be the new Nashville within the next five to 10 years,
1: you know, uh, Chicago, Cincinnati, even Pittsburgh's less than six hours. Bro, Mm -hmm. we are this geographical hub Mm -hmm. and it's wild that historically so many artists, they drive through Louisville all the time on the way to where they're going. We're trying to give them a reason to stop,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? And, um, and i th- and there are you know there are new artists that are moving to uh to Louisville now and um you know there are a couple that i've heard from uh the Ruin Brothers for example I was about to bring
3: them up before we got cut off was like they're I mean they they're fucking amazing dude
1: they're incredible they're incredible the they're stuff incredible. they're
3: putting out is like I listen to them all the time like they the and records lovely, they make lovely great people. dudes that dude Henry like was just the nicest fucking dude you could ever meet and it was so cool to like my bass player Jason was like you know who that is I'm yeah. like I do know who that is <laughs> like, yeah
1: I know he doesn't realize how, how like shook some people get when <laughs> yeah
3: Jason him. still talks he's like he, he's like we gotta go see his studio I was yeah. like well I'll hit them up like. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah people get shook man he's uh well they're great they're great but you know they're a perfect example of you know they um they came from england and i I'm, i may mix this up but yeah they came from england to los angeles and to new york and now they're in louisville
3: yeah right and they're just great i mean what a like how what a cool thing i mean they're yeah. they're not, they're not like just a cool band that no one listens to i mean they got like seventy thousand monthly listeners they're putting out records that are just just fucking slap like they're amazing they're dope yeah and they're just good dudes like that uh, henry like was uh, like the I've, you don't expect to meet artists at that level that are so just chill like you would never thought that he was like kind of a big deal
1: yeah man i can't say enough great things about those dudes they've been uh incredibly supportive uh henry you know and and rupert uh man they're you know they're homies uh, they've been, uh, yeah, I'm really glad that I've met them. That's a perfect example. You asked me earlier, if I stay, uh, take a step back, you know, and I was talking about relationships and friendships, man, I'm lucky, you know, I've met a lot of, uh, I met a lot of great folks. Um, before I get also, uh, to sidetrack, you guys have been, um, gassing me up, man. You guys have been gassing up the Monarch and, don't get me wrong. I love it. I appreciate it. Uh, it makes me feel weird. I'm not good at uh, compliments. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at compliments. But I'm glad you're all laughing because now they're about to about to flip this on you fellas. Mm. Um, you know, Dusty and I uh, were having this conversation uh, just yesterday, actually. And you know, you guys are doing a lot of incredible work, um, and you guys are giving yeah. a voice to a lot of artists that otherwise may not have that platform yet or whatever. There are a lot of artists that I've discovered from this show that I've then invited to come play at the Monarch. And, um, you know, there are a lot of relationships that have come from this thing too, man. You know, and you guys have figured out a way to do a thing that I don't know how to fucking do. Like, I, you know, um, you're capturing... The magic in these moments, and you're sharing them with people across the interwebs. You know,
0: we we appreciate that. You know, and it does. It's it's funny how interwoven I feel like Top Hill Recording Podcast and the Monarch seem to be, even though you you know we and, and you don't get to spend as much time together as, We're as busy. we'd like to. We're doing but, our shit. Totally. Yeah. But it's definitely interwoven. You know, For it, sure. It crosses yeah. all the time. And, you know, I I definitely didn't want to let, let tonight pass without bringing up a few things. You know, we loved one mic at the Monarch. It was so cool. We loved it. And you know we. Just, you guys we just, are the
1: first and only that's ever done that there, by the way. Know. Yeah, and there's and,
0: just a few things that we just needed to change. It's just the logistical things, and we just never had had a chance to really hook up with you and say, hey, you know these these are some things we need to do. But we, well, we let's just do talk them again. The other day we we that's that's probably the thing that I want to most see happen with Top Hill Recording Podcast again is get back to some type of regular one mic at the Monarch because that was cool. So I, and I will say this, you know the my the biggest
2: disappointment about not even disappointment the biggest thing that sucks about doing the podcast and having the editing and all that process is i don't get any time at the monarch uh, you know so part of the one mic or just even uh, doing something at the monarch would be very selfishly for me to be able to be at the monarch let's do it bro
0: okay let's yeah. let's yeah, it's nothing out big sure. yeah it's, it's just the, the, only, the only thing we need to do is this is all sound, brand, by the way. To get the sound we need, we just we just gotta work on the mic placement just a little well, bit.
1: Well, we've we're actually doing multi-track recording now, so Beautiful. yeah. So we can just give you, and maybe it's so maybe it's you know whatever the format's going to be, you can do it whatever you want. But mm-hmm. you know we can give you audio from our board. So we're doing multi-track out now. Uh, I've just started doing, just started experimenting with, but. Um, you know, Neil, you and I've been talking recently, man. You 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 hit me up sometime recently, and you were like, "Hey, we want to do something." Here's the idea, yeah. Top Hill Takeover, right? Yeah, man.
2: See, because I'm almost at the point where I do enough recording and editing. I mean, we can always do the the something there with that, but I I'd rather just showcase these musicians and have a night where if it's a top hill takeover once a month at the Monarch where the, the musicians that came in that month, they come in and do a set. I think it's cool. and I Just enjoy the show. Yeah. Come yeah, to the, Monarch, have the night, Not worry about videos, not worry about anything. It's just a, we're, I do feel like Brad said so tied in because of the amount that we talk and because of the overlap between artists that have been here and artists that have been at the Monarch and, and are kind of cutting their teeth on both. Um, really given that that relationship a little bit of a seat at the table here's you know the these four new artists or you know maybe two new artists and two artists that have played here before or whatever and we bring them and, and hopefully uh, get new new eyes in, in the monarch, new people through the door that that have not walked through there before and not understood how amazing uh, of a both on the audience side and on the artist side, but mostly uh, for me, the the showcase for the artist, but getting new feet through that door to see what a special, special place that that venue is and how important it is that it's a necessity to this, this community. It is an absolute necessity. So I think the more... You know, like the stuff that you got coming up is going to be huge for the Monarch, which we'll talk about next, um, moving into the new calendar year. Uh, the acts that are coming through that place are just mind-blowing so far. We've got some good ones coming Unblo- up. I mean, just seriously.
1: Um, We've had a lot of good ones, too.
0: All uh, of yeah, them. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I love that idea of the, the top hill takeover. And just, you know, you think about how interesting and musically diverse... Will uh, will that create? You know the shows that'll that'll create. Yeah. yeah, man. So so if we because had, it's so, it's so all over the place in any yeah. given month on what types of musicians, what type of music. You know what what we have on the podcast. Are right, you
2: ready to do the last four? Let's do the last four. So the last we had uh, Buck the Taxidermist, mm-hmm. Sydney Sled, we had Hill vibe, vibe Tribe, tribe and oh, we had. <laughs> who were awesome I've never heard of them yet. They were Oh dude uh, They yeah. were
4: crazy Really good. cool Which yeah. is uh,
3: uh, And then we had uh, uh, Was it did Justin Did say Justin Miller No you haven't said Justin But yeah, yeah. Justin, was was Justin Miller Justin Miller
0: and Elements of Sound yeah. so,
2: I mean you talk about A diverse Set th- Four sets of just uh, Awesome music Totally different uh, Cool ass styles Yeah uh, You yeah. know So we definitely Got to get to the end of that
1: I think it would be cool And I'm just Obviously Thinking out loud right now But man you know uh somehow um encouraging those artists to do something they've never done before maybe with each other
4: oh
1: would be really cool we could definitely talk about it
4: like a final song or like or like you get like 3 so four oh, bands four different songs nope. and
2: it, it it comes a suggestion from us. We figure out the the song of the month before they all show up for the month. And here's the song of the month. Learn the song. Y'all are playing it together at the end of the month at the Monarch. So
0: <laughs>
1: learn the song, and then we'll we'll tell you what you know. Actually, dude, what would be dope? <laughs> so one time I did this Monarch mixer, and it was so fucking cool. Um. Uh, anyway part of that, it was, it was like an, what I, what did I call it? It was uh, an experiment in uh, creativity, uh, collaboration, and connection or something like that. Right. And uh, I invited a handful of artists around and a handful of stakeholders from the community. And we all, it it was dope. Uh, They all sat in a circle. Each artist got to share a song, introduce himself, share a song. And then um, there was kind of like a, you know, it was like a who's who of music stakeholders from our city were in that room Also and they got to hear these people and they sat next to them in a song circle mm. and then um, the artists didn't necessarily know each other as well and then uh, afterwards I Split them up into groups at random and we gave them 30 minutes a 30-minute songwriting challenge
3: oh, sweet. <laughs>
1: And then they broke off into their groups and so during, during the night while each artist was sharing, um, I gave out like little, uh, note cards to all the folks that were there to listen. And I just said, Hey, if something strikes you, just write it down. Like maybe it's a word, maybe it's a thought, maybe it's a feeling. And so then we collected all those cards and I gave those cards randomly to the artist as inspiration for the song and uh, they took 30 minutes and they both group wrote a song and then they came back and they performed the song and it was cool as shit bro Uh, so anyway maybe it's a thing maybe Maybe. if all the artists could get there early enough maybe they do a song on the spot Oh, I wonder what
0: happened with those songs after that night
1: uh they inspired a couple of things actually uh, yeah yeah yeah, there was some cool inspiration that came from that and there was one artist in particular that i'm thinking of that uh hit me up and was like you know i'd never done this style or whatever it was xyz before but that night inspired me to try this and it was a thing that they were really excited about so that was cool but yeah maybe yeah maybe that's a thing that you know who knows but i love the thought of you know, not just giving them an opportunity to come do a showcase with them individually, but you know, figuring out something. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, uh, Brad, you asked early uh, at the beginning of this talk, so now that people are hearing me answer it correctly, you'll have to rewind and listen to this whole thing over again, please. <laughs> uh, but you asked, like, what is the monarch? What? what do people see when they come in and i started talking about the listening room and the living room and it feels like home but what it really is it's a creative hub and a co-working space for a community of musicians and music lovers for artists and patrons of the arts alike where we can hang and we can connect and we can work and we can learn and discover and grow and you know we can stretch our legs we can find some respite if we need we can let ourselves in and out and come and go as we please the whole thing's unstaffed you know it's a it's a membership community you get a key card you let yourself in you know you might have to turn the lights on you might be the first person there that day or there might be you know a ha- couple handfuls of other people hanging out but you can use it like it's a coffee shop and you can work you can listen to records you can write you can bring an instrument you can you know you can reserve rehearsal space we've got rehearsal room upstairs and um part of our big year in project is to uh we're going to fundraise to renovate this garage in the back as the primary rehearsal room. We've got another 400 plus square feet outside in a separate building that you haven't seen yet. That's a great
3: that's a great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Space. It's yeah. going to be dope. We're going to I'll make it feel like inside, but we got to do the whole thing. We got to we got to build like we got to frame everything out, floating walls and soundproof cuz we got to be good neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to make that space available so that members uh have access. So as a member you can log on to the member portal and you can just reserve the upstairs room or you'll be able to reserve the garage in 90 minute blocks. So what we want is I want bands to be able to use that space seven days a week for rehearsal and be as loud as they want to be, even while we're doing other shit inside, you know? And then we'll also be able to use that room, I think to do like spoken word stuff and, or maybe some theater stuff. I've been kind of experimenting. One of our, uh, one of our new members is a, a Broadway actor that's just moved to Louisville and she's been uh, really inspirational. So anyway,
0: like some black box stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I cool. think it could be really cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, fellas, can I answer? Uh, thank, first of all, thank you. Thank you all for what Absolutely. you do. Thanks and, for being and, here, man. You're and thank me. you for letting me come on and uh, just bullshit with you guys. This has been really cool.
0: Uh, Let's definitely uh, get that partnership going again, too. Done you know, deal. Actively. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Done deal. Yeah. yeah. And is there any questions that I can answer? Hmm. I would say, uh, if I have one
2: question uh, that I wrote down, it's, has, there, has, has there been anything in the past since, since opening the doors officially
1: that has surprised you? Oh man. Yeah. Um, lots has surprised me, you know, um, I don't know what that one thing might be though, you know, like ideas grow and change and evolve. And, um, you know, we've known that, uh, you know, the, the intent from the beginning has always been the same, right? Like we've had to learn, you know, and, um, I've had to watch and listen and see how people want to use the space and see what our community needs, you know, and like what, you know, how can we better support the community and, and, you know, we, uh, we adjust accordingly. Um, what is the most surprising? Uh, you know, um, I think the thing that most people would be surprised by is, um, how difficult this is. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard. It's hard to, it's hard to, um, you know we've never seen anybody do this before and every day i'm having to figure something out kind of for the first time all day long you know and um i think a lot of people uh i think a lot of people think that i'm doing this because i can or some shit you know most people don't know me they make assumptions right that's just human nature it's just how we are but um, I think a lot of people assume that I do this because it's something that I can do. Um, uh, but it's not like I can't afford to do this. This is crazy, <laughs> you know, like, and I, uh, bro, I'm broke, you know, like we all are, you know. Uh, I say all the time I'm, you know, I don't consider myself an artist, but I know how to starve like one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... um I, you know, this isn't something that, um, I can afford to do, but it's something that I think we can't afford not to do. Totally. You know what I mean? And I think that's a, I think that's a real surprising thing for most people because dude, it's, uh, you know, it's weird. Well, it's
2: a, it's a community driven thing, but there is a, there's somebody that has to, has to have that leadership role in the control and that's you so all, everything in in essence falls on you so as as great as it is and as, as wonderful as all the words spoken about the monarch to make it a reality you need help you need yeah. those memberships you need people to support what's going on there and I think that you know it, it's everybody's responsibility to make that happen, not just yours. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's part of our responsibility as, as um, members of the music, Louisville music community. I think that, you know, that's something that all of us probably need to take on a little bit more. Um, we make no money here either, you know, so we, you. Yeah, we yeah. understand that, but...
1: We, we do what we love,
2: and we, we do, do what, what we, we think is important. Right. And, and, but what, I don't think what we're doing here is nearly as important as that live experience in that room. So, I mean, I, I'm
3: reaching I'm out. So I'm, short.
2: I'm saying this uh, for anybody that's listening or paying attention. If you can uh, support the Monarch with a membership or with a one-time donation, um, I say you got to do it. Please do it. It's super important that the Monarch goes nowhere. It is essential to the, to the Louisville music community. There's no doubt about it from... Uh, personally, being in the room, and personally being in this room, and hearing as many people talk about it as they do, it, it is very, very important that if uh, if you have the means to do it, do it. Thank
1: you, man. And um, I can't say thank you enough for that. Also, you're hired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, dude. You know how much money I. We raise can't in pay here. you anything, but, <laughs> but you're hired. Uh, you asked earlier. Uh, surprise. The biggest surprise is that I have not yet thanked all the people that helped me make the Monarch possible. And um, I have to say it before you guys cut me off officially, but um, it has been uh, me and an army of people and an army of volunteers. And... and uh, Tara Powers, who is uh, officially an employee, which is wild, you know. We got a funding pledge so that we could pay her a little bit of what she deserves. Um, you know, Tara lives about an hour and a half away. She works remotely. You know, for us, and um, she's incredible. She helps make uh, she helps make everything work. Uh, and she's um, she's our director of operations, and she does all the booking and the scheduling, and she fucking kills it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Dusty and James and Luke and uh, all the people that we talked about earlier have been such big inspirations and helps in so many, so many important ways and board members and all these things. Uh, And Dave Deans and my girlfriend, Vanessa, Um, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it weren't for uh, the love and support I get from Vanessa. You know what I mean? Um and I I'm I'm uh, I'm very indebted to her for that. She you know she, she met helped, you in the kitchen, man. She, she knew had, what she was getting herself into. <laughs> yeah, bro, she did. She did. I suppose, but um, you know, she helps me. Uh, she helps me to be able to help so many other people. You know what I mean? And um, there is uh, there's just uh, there's an army of. You know, volunteers and charter members are charter members of how I've raised the money for that organization so far. They're folks that have made, you know, significant, uh, you know, donations to help bring this space to life, you know, and... um, and we've got room for more charter members, obviously, but, you know, the uh, the Cousin Dave's and the Tom's and the Pete's and the Deanna's and the Nick's, and the, just, uh, I, if I start naming them, I'll be here.
2: You'll be uh, doing all the names, man. It'll look know. like one of those uh, keychain shops, uh, yeah, shops yeah. in a Florida uh, <laughs> surf shop.
0: Before we do close out, though, what what are the membership options or membership categories, you know, if if... If somebody's interested in being a member.
1: Yeah. You, uh, it's artist membership or there's patron membership basically. Um, okay. And so artist membership, it's 25 bucks a month. As an artist, um, you know, uh, you get a key to the space. You come and go as you please seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Like we talked about, we're, we're given writing rehearsal and performance space. Uh, we give you access to communal tools at the trade and we're developing prof- access to professional services. And, um, you know, we're trying to provide, uh, we're trying to provide this home for artists in our community. Um, and then patron membership, it's 50 bucks a month. Patrons are, you know, the music lovers like me, right? And patrons of the arts. And they have access. We, we, so the Monarch is, it's really like it's an artist collective that we share with patrons in our community because we need each other. The whole concept of the monarch is based on this premise like, you know, we're stronger together, we're better together, right? Music brings us together, together we make a difference. That's essentially the mantra. So it's like, you know, we share the space with patrons in our community and they get to come in and out and let themselves, you know, in and out as they please. And they also get to share in the magic of of the space and they get to see what's happening, you know, what happens there. And then there is um, a sponsor uh, member level and i've got to come up with a better name for that you know and those folks they uh they basically the real answer to your question is you can pay whatever you want realistically and um if you can't afford 25 bucks a month we'll figure out a solution for you you know and if you can afford more than 25 bucks a month or more than 50 or more than 75 great We'll figure out that solution too, and then our charter members. The way that i the way the way that I uh, raised money for the organization was creating forty charter membership spots, and they started at twenty five hundred dollars, and it was for folks that wanted to see this place exist. And so they made a donation of twenty five hundred dollars or more, which is how I put together the money to exercise the lease and to do <laughs> everything. It's how we've paid for the space. You know, like you pointed out, it we don't make any money. You know what I'm saying we don't make any money from shows we don't make any money from people being in the space what we do is we make friends and we make beautiful experiences happen for folks in our city you know
0: man thanks for coming out and thank you catching bro. us up with what's going on man I
2: appreciate the shit out of you guys can't wait to say, I can't I can't wait to be back in the monarch again man
1: soon top hill takeover yeah, top there takeover. we go Here come. hey man love the new studio top hill two I had 2.0 Bottom Bottom (laughs) bottom, There's yeah Yeah, Studio Studio B Studio B Studio B B B for basement
0: Ah, He gets it Yep (laughs) What we said
1: (laughs) 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 Love you brother Thanks man Love you guys Thanks, Thanks fellas